always looking when she comes around. She's the kind of woman that can really get you down. And Van Morrison, baby. Is Van Morrison? It's not, it sounds like Van Morrison. It does sound like Van Morrison. Yeah. I've heard a lot of gripes about Van Morrison because he doesn't play the hits live. He likes to play whatever's like the newest in his repertoire. Like you're at a point in your life, fan, just play the hits. Just play the hits. That's what people want to hear. Play Troubadour Honey, Into the Mystic, Brown Eyed Girl. I think a lot of bands are like that. They're like older performing acts. They're yeah. like, you know what I don't want to play? the same song I've been playing for 40 years. Yeah. When I saw Bruce, he played a little bit of like, which was fine because at least that let me know when I could get a drink. So like when he played like his newest like blues album, not blues album, but like he did like a 50s like kind of like big band album. Uh, When he did that, I was like, yeah, it's a good time to go get a Miller Lite. But he didn't play uh, Born in the USA. Doesn't like that song. Um, just because it's uh, misconstrued. A lot of people think it's like a rah-rah song and it's like an anti-song. Um, but again, I'm not here to discuss Bruce Springsteen. If you want to do that, uh, we can do that anytime you like. But um, Mahomes-Kelsey, they're up for This match is over, if I had to guess, because uh, they are now minus 1,800. And before we get to the out-of-left-field question, 913-586-7610, Um, you think Von Miller, my buddy sent me this text. You think Von Miller hates it that like he knows Mahomes is like the man, both Texas guys, both great in the NFL. And like Von Miller has just been like tortured by Mahomes. Cause wasn't Von Miller the one that almost sacked him when he threw it left-handed and Mitch Holt has called him Batman is left-handed too. Yeah. I'm pretty I sure that was Von Miller. Yeah. And he threw it to Tyree kill left-handed. And the Chiefs to beat the Broncos. I know he's not in the Broncos yeah, anymore, but, but they, he beat was. Him, they beat him like 15 or 16 straight times now. And now he's with the Bills. Who the Chiefs also have their number. In the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks it's, for Von Miller. It's great for us. Yeah. I feel great about it. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Let's get the out of left field question. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. I like this one, Grant. Mine is going to be obviously sports um, fabricated. By the way, that song is called Madison, and it's by the drug dealer. It's just drug dealer. It's not the drug dealer. Mm. Oh, it's by drug dealer. He didn't put the the in there. I did. It's a great song. You know who's a really good band? Morphine. If we're talking about drugs... They're a three-man band, drum, bass, sax. Fantastic. All Your Way, great song. Um, lead singer died of a uh, of a heroin overdose. Shocker, with a band named Morphe. I believe it was on stage of a concert. Uh, but tonight's out of left field question, 913-586-7610. Feel free to chime in. Uh, if you could invent a holiday, what would it be? The obvious answer is what you just thought of. The day after the Super Bowl? Correct. Okay. Right, we're on the same wavelength? Yeah, I mean, it's that one or a little four-day weekend for the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Okay. Love to get that Thursday, Friday off. The other one that's tough, and it's relevant, but it's tough, 
is that the 4th of July should always be the first Saturday of July. Now, I understand that's a very tough thing to do because it's the 4th of July. It's like literally on a day. But you're saying we kind of fudge the numbers here? Who wants to do it on a Tuesday? I think we it's should do it. the biggest buzzkill in the world. 4th of July should always be on a Friday or a Monday. I want the guaranteed three-day weekend. Correct. With the option for the easy fourth to take one day off right, on either side. Not a lot of people, not a lot of people have your typical Monday through Friday, nine to five job, two weeks paid vacation where you're like, look at this week. And you're like, oh, this year, the fourth of July is on a Tuesday. All right, I'm going to take Monday and Wednesday off. I'll work Friday, but I'm taking Monday and Wednesday off. That's fine. You go to the lake on Friday after work. You stay Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. You go back Wednesday on your day off. But literally, you have two weeks depleted by the 4th of July being on a Tuesday. How productive do you think people are going to be tomorrow if they have to work, if they didn't take tomorrow off? Not much, right? And neither on Monday either. Monday will be even worse. Yeah, because everybody's taking Monday off. No one's trying on Monday. And the thing about it is... And somebody says he doesn't play board in the USA because Trump and those idiots tried to co-op. No, it's way before Trump, buddy. I promise you. I promise you. Even though I know Bruce Springsteen is a little Democratic, Clinton wanted to use it. And he was like, nah, Bill. <laughs> like, it ain't, it ain't what you think. Okay, that's fine. I'll play the saxophone then, boss. I'll just put Clarence Clemens to shame. Um, 913 says Masters weekend holiday for sure with you. But the Super Bowl or the 4th of July come to mind. Because here's, so this week too, so this week in general, right, a lot of people were probably taking tomorrow off. Carrington Harrison to be one, to be exact. I'm here for it. But tomorrow, a lot of people are taking off or they have a light day. Finally find that thing. There you go. And the other part about it is that, so... If you're taking Friday off, there's a lot of people that have Monday off. Now, not everybody. I'm not saying, but we were granted Monday off at the station. And you obviously have Tuesday off, right? Let's keep playing the role that people are going to be productive with their PTO. They might be taking Wednesday off, but if you don't, how productive is Wednesday at work, right? Hey, everybody, just how's everybody's fourth? It was great. It's awesome. You're, eating you're just catching up. Right. You yeah. eat, you're eating leftover ribs. That's awesome. What time did kids stop shooting fireworks off in your neighborhood, Randy? Oh, man, not till, I don't know, not till like 11. Yeah, I'm not really into it either. That's fair. Feel that. The other thing, too, about it is that let's say Wednesday is a minute day of work. You're already at Thursday and Friday. So you basically had two weeks in a row that were very lackluster, very non-productive. Now I'm speaking for just everybody in general. I don't know if it's like that all the time. But again, if you could create a holiday, what would it be? And I think the other one is clearly obvious. I think it's clearly obvious the day after the Super Bowl. Or... Do you move the Super Bowl to Saturday and call it Super Bowl weekend? Can't do it. Can't have a game on Saturday. No college football. You can, but do you want to? I see your point, though. It could be nice. You've already got the two weeks off for the players anyways. You have it Saturday night. Then you wake up Sunday and, like, nothing to do today. That's a good idea. 
Monday would be a good one to just kind of give the day. 913-586-7610. Saturday is a good a compromise. But Saturday would be fine because then it's like, okay, we're going to play the game Saturday at like 530. Everybody has Sunday off unless obviously you're, you know, in the, in the, in the food world. You're probably working Sunday. But again, a lot of leftover food. Nobody's really going out. Everybody's probably hungover. I don't want to say everybody watches the Super Bowl and gets tanked. Just so happens the Chiefs have been in like three of the last five. And we're privileged because we get to watch the Chiefs in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl every single year. Right. But it really stinks after they win the Super Bowl. And it's like you kind of like come down off that high a little bit. Eat yeah. a little food. Kind of catch your wits about you. And it's like 10, 10, 15. And you're like, man, right. I got to go to sleep. I got to work tomorrow and it's it's 12 degrees outside. Yeah. Brutal. sucks. Or you're just like, they won the Super Bowl, let's go party. And then you're like, I still have to work tomorrow. Screw it. I like Masters Weekend Holiday. March Madness is another one where I think a lot of people, a lot of males have coined that to their own holiday. That is uh, the vasectomy uh, holiday. It is. Like, there's, there's a lot of reports on this. There's a lot of reports that men scheduled to get a vasectomy during that thir- that Wednesday. And then they have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to just put a bag of frozen veggies on their uh, on their bag and let it heal. So it's, uh, you know, Masters weekend. It's all sports related, except for the 4th of July. Because, like, Thanksgiving, right, it's always the, what, the last Thursday of November or the third Thursday of November? Somewhere in that range. I mean, I'm sure they have the iconic meetup on a certain day, but, yeah, we still do it the third Thursday of November. Right? Memorial Day weekend. Let's honor the people that aren't here on this date on on a Monday. Like St. Patrick's Day. Why is it always going to be March 17th? Make it the first Friday of March. You know how I many people have a lot more fun with that? Your 4th of July one makes a lot of sense. You just call the first weekend in July. That's mm-hmm. 4th of July weekend. Correct. And you get either Friday or Monday off. Yeah. That's when we do all the things. This is funny. My uh, holiday would be Dennis Day. Anybody named Dennis goes or goes by that Dennis gets a free beer. You can make up whatever holiday you want. I just find it interesting that, you know, you could make up days like Black Friday. Oh, I gotta have I gotta have that Friday off after Thanksgiving. Why? Shopping. I gotta have Viral Monday off because I need to I need to, to get on Amazon. I don't want Black Friday off for the shopping. Yeah. I want it off because I didn't do anything on Thursday mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving, and I don't want to do anything on Friday either. Yeah. It's tough to get up for a day of, like, work on a Friday like that. Yeah, because Thanksgiving the next day is just basically the second day of the holiday. For sure. You're getting up at, like, 10. If you have to like work 10. on a Friday, you are mailing it in. Yep. Regardless of what you're doing. And you better believe it. I'm bringing in an entire, like, look like an orchestra of Tupperware full of food. Could it be a 45-minute lunch break, Frank? I got to heat all this up. I don't even eat cranberry sauce. Brought it in. Just to bring it in. All right, Dusty, we'll hurry up. We got to get back to work. The hell we do. 913-586-7610. If you could could create any holiday, what would it be? I think the top two are. You just make the 4th of July the first Saturday of July. Because guess what's going to happen, Grant? 
Once every seven years, it's going to land on Saturday. Well, I guess next year, the 4th of July will be on a Thursday because we have a, le a leap year. This is a good one. Stop saying 4th of July. Say Independence Day, and it's the first weekend in July. Problem solved. That's the text of the night to the 913. Congratulations. You win. And then every few years, we'll get to, you'll see the tweets, and they'll be like, this is the 4th of July. This is the day the declaration was originally signed. Correct. It was this day 200 years ago. That makes perfect sense. That's I love great. it. Stop saying 4th of July. Say Independence Day, and we have the first weekend in July. Problem solved. Perfect. 913, you win. Random out of left field question of the night. Again, Steph and Clay are losers so far to one Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Steph with a great shot from the uh, wood chips. I guess that's what they are in Vegas or mulch. I guess we'll call it mulch. Uh, but they are uh, five down through six. Or maybe it's through seven. I haven't seen an update in quite a while. I'm also trying to do a show while watch the match. But a great shot here by Steph Curry. You'll see the replays. But so far tonight, it's been Patrick Mahomes' putter. Travis Kelsey's approach shot. So what do you know? <coughs> Sorry. Sound like Jay Beakley chewing on some chaw there. Uh, I got down in that wrong hole in the throat. That was the out of left field question again. Text that wins tonight. Stop calling the 4th of July. Say it's Independence Day. And the first weekend of July is when we celebrate it. Problem solved. It is indeed. That's Grant Nicholson. I'm Dusty Likas. We'll get back to what John Sherman had to say, what Harold Coons for Fox 4 had to say on the show tonight. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. I spend all my days working. Me and Jean, we never fight. Me and Jean don't do much talking. 913-586-7610. Somebody says, uh... Gasmus, you celebrate by throwing all diets out and eating whatever you want and everyone can live judgment-free because everyone is just gassing up the place. And not everybody just farts. Not everybody's just like a, not everyone's just like a tutor. You make up whatever holiday you want, man, but it seems pretty singularly charged there. I am surprised nobody texted. It was like, oh, man. You just make like 420 a, a federal holiday, man. I like your stoner voice you're doing right now. I appreciate that. It's I feel like, like a really light shaggy. I feel like if I didn't do this, I'd want to do like characters for like children's books. I mean, I feel like Tom Hanks probably made more money playing the voice of Woody than he did any other movie in his life. Just with like proceeds. That's not the right word. Royalties. Royalties, yeah. yeah. Merchandise and stuff like that. Like all those McDonald's toys back in the day of like probably made a ton of money putting like his character there, like pool toys. They want his voice in the back. Yeah, Draymond's got some serious money on this match against Von Miller. Because Draymond's drunk. Because I, I sent you the video. It's on Twitter on, uh, I think it's Bleacher Report. They showed Draymond trying to shotgun a beer and he's terrible. Just can't do it. Well, they got him trying to shotgun a beer through some sort of straw or siphon or something. That was weird. Didn't set him up for success for sure. Somebody says, by the way, how can I help you prank Nick before he leaves town? Do you guys have a history of pranks between the two of you? It's funny. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so uh, Mahomes and Kelsey up four through seven. So they're still alive, Clay and Steph. But if they do go up five after seven, it's over. Well, not really. They have to go up six through, I guess, eight for it to officially. No, not really. I don't know. Either way, I know at one point, if you looked at DraftKings, Steph and Clay were minus 1,800. Or Patrick Mahomes and, and Travis Kelsey were at minus 1,800 to win tonight. Um, But, yeah. I feel like I kind of got Nick because I stole the suitcase. Did you? Were you tagged in that email? Oh, I was tagged in the email. Yeah. That the boss sent out of the pictures of it? That was pretty good. So no one knew? We don't have to get into it if you don't want to. No, it's fine. Yeah. No one knew about it? No. It was just a personal thing. You're like, yeah. I'm going to get him. And I played the victim. That was well done. Yeah. So, like, what happened was, like, we were doing the show one night. It was, like, me. And I think it was either, like, I think Luke was up here with me. And I walked by the hallway. And I was it's like, 9 o'clock. There's nothing else. No one's here. It was dark. The uh, the lovely group of people that clean this place, the seniors and senoritas, you know, they'd already left the palace. And I was just down there. I was like, oh, man, all this stuff is left over from, like, last year. There wasn't, like, anything in there, really. And uh, um, the suitcase was, like, underneath the dresser back there in the in – the, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like underneath. And I was like, well, and, I, and previous, like a month before that, I like went to Alex and like I did a show with him and uh, Nick. And I was like, hey, is all that stuff just like left over from the last garage sale you did? They're like, yeah, it's been back there for like a year and a, and a month. Like no one claimed or they, they, they paid for it, but they just never came and got it. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I was like, well, those poker chips. I'm going to take them. And Alex is like, yeah, they're, they've been unclaimed for 365 plus days. Had plenty of time. So I was like, you know what? I'll, if you guys don't mind, I'll take these. So I took it. Um, and uh, so then like a month and a half goes by, and I see the suitcase. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting ready to go to St. Louis. I, this suitcase looks nice. It just so happened that it was like signed by Whit Merrifield. I had a tag on it. No one knew it was gone. And then like randomly, Cody's going through what they sold last year, and that suitcase gets brought up. And then all of a sudden he goes back there and looks for it because the text line is like, oh, dude, I would have bought a suitcase and picked it up. It was signed by Whit Merrifield. It's gone. Nobody knows where it's at. Of course, my luck, they want it back or they want to know where it went. And no one had a clue. Like, no one was blamed here. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, maybe Dusty took it. Why would Dusty take it? He doesn't need a suitcase. Okay, he's off the books. And where I messed up is I left a book of uh, toothpicks in there from an Eldridge bar that I was at. And I was like, You weren't, like, leaving clues? I kind of thought that you were, like, doing it on purpose to, like, neg them or something. I thought about leaving, like, a Masters tag in there because Cody was the only one that went to the Masters. He'd be like, how do you explain this? You're the only one that went to Augusta. It's invite only. You can't get away with that. And then I decided to, to let that come back and be found the day that Nick went to Paris. So then I brought the suitcase. But I tell you how I did that. So I parked on the side of the building. And I waited for Fesco and Kling and Dub to come back to a segment so I knew they couldn't get out. So I brought the elevator up where I can't be seen, skimmy down the hallway, placed it right underneath. 
And then Fesco comes around the corner like a day later. He goes, well, the suitcase is back. Like, what's he doing down that hallway? And why does he care? He's like, well, it looks like somebody returned it. Didn't want to get in trouble with Steven. So I put up this scheme. I kind of went full Kaiser Soze, called into their show and told them everything. That's a pretty good Fesco, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. If you, could fi- if you could find that clip of Fesco. That's, oh, God, yeah. That's pretty good. Oh, Josh, Josh. By the way, the suitcase is back. Come on, Bob. Don't put your nose where it doesn't belong. Just do your show. Do your thing. You have the greatest show time on any sports platform, 6 to 10 a.m. Colin Speck, Steven. That was a nice touch. He always does that. That was well done. He's like, oh, yeah, it's our boss, Steven. Oh, God, yeah, Josh. Oh, God, yeah. Somebody says, you didn't do it with a cleaning woman, did you? Like George Costanza? If she, well, we'll leave that alone. But, yeah, you can tell Draymond Green has a lot of money involved in this match with Von Miller, which you just have to, you have to kind of feel for Von Miller, don't you? Like, he just, he could have just, like, taken less money and been best friends. Because you know that Pat's a Texas guy. Von Miller's a Texas guy. Oh, and by the way, everybody picked against Stefan or and uh, against Mahomes and, and Kelsey. And I guess Mahomes hit somebody in the hip with a golf ball. And, uh, it went right down into like the like almost right next to the hole. And Mahomes like, that's how you get a signed glove. Somebody said that's a great impression of Fesco. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Draymond I, Green is cooked, man. Like career wise? No, I'm talking just, about like he's drunk. Oh, yeah. If you, oh, wasted. He's hammered. He hammered looks like wasted. he's celebrating a title out there. He seems like the kind of guy that's a huge goofy grin. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I feel like Draymond's your friend that smokes weed more than drinks alcohol. And so when he does drink, way too... When he tries to go busting with the boys, yeah, not good. Then it's like he's had six beers and he's tanked. Wasted. Honey, yeah. honey, I'm getting DoorDash. David, it's, it's 8.45 p.m. Because wasn't it Draymond's wedding? He had like a personal blunt rolling station. I had a buddy do that at a wedding. He doesn't Seriously? Drink. Well, no, he doesn't. Oh. Not a blunt rolling station. Okay. I was, I was like, like, damn, you know some nice people. He went to the wedding, and he doesn't drink that much, and he was hammered. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to fill in for Kling and do that to Bob. Come on, Robert. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. That's hilarious. Somebody said that's a great Fesco impersonation. He's a Richard. He's not. He's really nice. It's a well-done prank by you, Dusty. You, the was, suitcase? It was well orchestrated. Felt good. Felt good. I'm glad was, you pulled that one off. Because I got. I thought it was somebody screwing around on the show mm-hmm. until I got the email from Speck. That's when I was kind of like, okay, really? Because the thing that was great is like there were only three people that knew I had the suitcase. My roommate, uh, my friend in St. Louis, and one of the guys I went to uh, Lawrence with. Those were the only three people. And so, like, obviously, like, I have my other job, so I'm not able to be in my car and listen to the radio all the time. And I remember I was getting ready to leave to go to, to work, and my roommate texted me. He's like, uh, so I'm pretty sure the guys know that the suitcase stolen. Funny thing is, they think it's Cody and it's in our closet. And I was like, exactly, and don't say anything. He goes, oh, no, I'm not going to text the show or anything like that. 
because he's a pretty avid listener. Kelsey just stuck a par three. Um, but uh, it was great. It was uh, it was fun. It was well orchestrated because Alex had texted me about the upcoming show that I was about to do. And I was like, okay. And I planned it perfectly. Cause he gets here every day at a certain time. I came here right before he got here, then went to McDonald's, picked up an English McMuffin, came back in right at the same time. Alex got here, opened up. Was, How you doing, man? Like made my bag visibly noticeable. And he was like, Oh, did you go to McDonald's? Like, yeah, I just got back from there. Just, you know, went from the house to the one up here. Oh, nice. So he never thought it was me. And he in fact was so built in that he thought it was Nick pranking me because of the Eldridge matches. But then there was like a picture on Facebook of me and my buddies, like outside the Eldridge. And like, people were like, you guys know that dusty was like right there. Like, damn it. And the reason that it sucks is that I should have never taken those. Cause I thought they were matches, but they were toothpicks. I was like, ah, you don't need these. And I threw them to the side. And like any classic story where you get caught, you do some stupid thing that you forgot that you did. We'll get to John Sherman's quotes and Harold Koontz's quotes after this break. This is after hours on 610 sports radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Match is all but over. Your boys from Kansas City are going to take it down, I would believe. You did mention something pretty funny. Von Miller looks so out of place. He's wearing long pants, an Under Armour long sleeve shirt, and a short sleeve polo. I get it. He probably has something on his knee. From t- was it his ACL that he tore? Or was it his Achilles? It was one of those two. I couldn't tell you which one. Ugh. The surprise of the night, though, is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey brought the game. Travis Kelsey, I think this either wins it or all but wins it officially as a putt for birdie on a par three. They're up four. Yep, this putt by Mahomes will win the match. And Mahomes missed it. I don't know if, I guess Kelsey already putted. So now they're at the point where they're up four and then they're just running out of holes. So unless Steph and Clay win this next hole, the match is all but over. Yeah, I'm definitely getting patio beers. They're up four with four to play. So Steph and Clay just can't lose or tie another hole or it's over. So good to see because Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes plus 200. Plus 330 before today. And then before I, when I got it in, it was plus uh, what? 225, 215. So, solid day. A day in which started out kind of interesting because Royals majority owner John Sherman spoke to the media today about the moving of the stadium, the, the current status of the team, other things. This is what he had to say about financial numbers uh, versus private. 
in round numbers, it's a $2 billion project. It's probably more than that when you think about infrastructure. Um, whatever, whatever we get from the public, we'll take the rest. And, uh, you know, and that number will be well in excess of a billion dollars of private capital from ownership and our partners. So private capital, ownership numbers, and where this goes. Does it stay in Jackson County? Does it go to Cass County? Where is it that this stadium gets built at or where at? Uh, I would just tell you as it, as it relates to Jackson County and as it relates to our conversations with the Chiefs, we, we were thinking we're thinking more about April in Jackson County. Um, really haven't had the specific conversations with Clay about timing. You know, they're, they are... Uh, you know, they're doing a lot of work to kind of prove themselves to us and get their arms around. Again, we had Harold Kuntz on of Fox 4 tonight. Cass County open arms, right? You want to put a stadium here, you build it, they'll come type of vibes. 100%. And one of the things that Sherman had mentioned is that Kaufman has problems. And the one thing that we see from our point of view is a beautiful stadium. Fountains, giant crown vision, a bar, a patio, a Hall of Fame district, a a 390 bar, if that's still what it's called. All these areas that look really nice, that have been renovated, glass windows that are clean, a scoreboard, all these things that look nice, but apparently there's other things that are involved. And John Sherman had that as well. You know, it's, it is a beautiful ballpark. I feel the same way when I come here. I still get goosebumps every time I'm on the field, and even though I do that a lot now. Um, but it's, you know, it's 52, it's 50 some years old, and it's going to be 60 years old at the end of the decade. It does have some structural and mechanical problems. We, we have done a great job investing in the stadium primarily from a fan-facing perspective. But even with that, we're not competitive with modern stadiums, whether it's club space, whether it's eating space, whether it's premium areas. And, uh, and so we're, we're really behind the curve here. And at some, point, uh, at some point, I'd like to get the commissioner out here and really let him, and, and really let this group hear from him directly about, you know, what are the standards that we need to make sure that we're keeping up with in Major League Baseball? So this has been a great place to play. I've been a season ticket holder for a long time. Had lots of memories, really, over a couple of generations of my family. So I get all that. But um, this is an old building. It's got problems. It's also not in the right place for baseball. It's an old building with problems, and it's not in the right place for baseball. Is a quote that I heard today that kind of, that kind of, struck a nerve because my question is if so let's get some let's get some evidence let's see some pics and I know there's people that, that called in on opening day and they're like you know what I went to the you know the bathroom and there was leakage on the walls or there was you know stuff that wasn't right or there was you know sound that I didn't hear clearly that I should for the money that they put into the stadium the other thing which is the most important of all of it which is there's one thing that a lot of people don't under that don't understand. And I, I think there's a lot of people that do understand it. In fact, I would put the percentage on people that know what this whole process really is about at about 30%. And that is, this is not a Royals thing. 
This is a Chiefs kingdom thing. And I'm not trying to make the Chiefs look like bad guys. I'm really not. I'm just letting you know what the future is and what it will be. And that is the guy that is currently playing in the match, who is Mr. Everything in the offseason, who just hit a very bad snap hook into the left side rough. I mean, an atrocious shot, probably double cross, probably tried to hit a draw and didn't work out. It ain't about the Royals, man. The Chiefs are moving in. And yes, I understand that the Chiefs are currently already there. I get it. The Chiefs are there. But this stadium move is not about where the team is at for the Royals, where the team wants to be. This is more so when Sherman took over as majority owner. I truly believe, and this is allegedly, I don't know this to be factual. I think that there was probably a conversation that he had with one Clark Hunt where he said, hey, Clark, how you doing? John Sherman, nice to meet you. John, nice to meet you. It's Clark Hunt. Okay. You think the Royals will play at the Truman Sports Complex their entire major league life? No, I do not. In fact, I'd love to have a new stadium. Yeah, well, where do you want to go? was Clark's response because the chiefs will build a giant stadium. They will build venues around it. Sports gambling will help a casino be placed in there, which I think eventually that will happen in the state of Missouri. It's not happened yet. And it's annoying, but it will happen. And that will be a chiefs kingdom palace. There will be a stadium somewhere else for the Royals. And it also sounds like John Sherman is letting you know, guess what? We are moving where not sure, but we are moving. This was Harold Koontz on the Chiefs pushing out the Royals. They're really getting pushed out. Let's just be, let's just call it what it is. They're getting pushed out by the, by the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, like we, we all know it's we all know it's happening. I mean, how many times could he say he's lockstep with the Chiefs throughout this entire uh, press conference that we witnessed today? Right. I mean, I, I, I want to. Uh, he said, I want to make sure I get the words right from Sherman himself earlier today. But he basically said. Um, on um, the Chiefs' involvement, they appreciate they appreciate us taking a lot of bullets on this process. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the, the Chiefs are literally sitting there like, all right, well, you know, you guys deal with it, and then whenever you guys are done, we'll we'll, we'll come in because we know we're getting the yes vote because mm-hmm. people will say yes to the Chiefs a hundred times out of a hundred. Right now, they don't want to do it with the Royals because as much as people don't understand three eighths sales tax or five eighths sales tax or pennies on the dollar. Not a lot of people are going to understand that, but what they do understand is 28 or 22 and 58. And that's the one thing that we see. The Royals are really bad right now. The Chiefs are really good. It's understandably known that if the Chiefs wanted to do whatever they wanted, you'd have a lot of support. The Royals, you know, you want to see the NFL's biggest spectacular and a Super Bowl possibly coming to Kansas City? Be okay with the move. It's more than baseball, I can tell you that. This is a radio show called After Hours on a place that we call 610 Sports Radio. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Like, as we wrap this daddy up for you on the other side of this break. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Final segment of the night, more like the final five minutes um, as we wrap up this 
evening of After Hours. We'll be back tomorrow on The Drive, replacing Carrington Harrison from 2 to 6. It'll be Rob Breton and myself, Travis Kelsey and Mahomes, still up on Clef. Clef, I keep saying that. I don't know why that's in my head. Clay and Steph, Team Golden State. I feel like I got a little sass tonight from uh, 41 Action News sports reporter Mackenzie Nelson. I know sometimes it's hard to read through text messages or tweets. But she tweeted out earlier when Mahomes and Kelsey, I think, went up two. That Steph and Clay are more are used to coming from behind in the second half. All I said was, and the other guys aren't. I get a response. Did I say that? Watch yourself. Watch yourself, Dusty. I just responded with no, period. No like, no just giving you a heart. That was a straight up, did I say that in that voice? Oh, God, yeah. And... I wasn't trying to be sarcastic or overstep my boundary. I was just trying to be like, hey, man. Pretty sure at one point the Chiefs were down like 24 to 0 against Houston and the stadium ran out of fireworks. And Kelsey had three touchdowns in the first half. Again, I wasn't I wasn't trying to be, you know, that guy. But it appears that it was a Travis Kelsey night. Man, Von Miller's got a great ass, by the way. Did you see that in those pants? Hard no, not. <laughs> hard as a walnut. Good for Vaughn. I mean, he's an athlete. Um, somebody from the three one to six says Kelsey is the man on and off the course. You also realize how big athletes are. Yeah, because Draymond Green is dwarfing Mahomes and Steph. Oh yeah, he's a big dude, man. Well, what is Mahomes? Six two. Yeah, six two, six three. And then it's about the Travis size is six six, six seven. Somewhere around there, he's between 6'5 and 6'7. So I apologize to Mackenzie Nelson. I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just trying to be, you know, cheeky. Trying to make a little cheeky joke. You know? Watch yourself. Did I say that? Oh. Okay. I apologize. Never going to be asked to do Sunday sound off with her. Um, But, yeah, thanks to Harold Coons for joining the show tonight. I'm glad that he brought that up with the Chiefs because somebody from the text line says, that's how the Royals need to sell it. Look at it. It'll benefit the Chiefs. We're really moving for everything they need. That's the winning message. Exactly. The problem is, because that was the story today, was the, was the Sherman press conference. Because he was like, trust me, I know this team is not where they're supposed to be. I'm, I'm just as frustrated as you guys. And, um, you know, it's obvious. Like, you have to take the bullets. You have to, you know, you got to be that guy. I guess. I mean, you're the owner. You got to take ownership, right? I mean, that's just as cliche as it could possibly get. But winning doesn't help. But also, the message 
that they're selling it with doesn't help. I'm sorry, but Clay Thompson has been absolutely ass tonight. Like, I honestly, I don't mean to say this out loud. I feel like if Clay Thompson and I played golf, I would win. And I don't say that a lot about my golf game. I'm not watching very closely, but it does not feel like he's playing well at all. I'd love to see individual scorecards from this round if possible. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, Von Miller got a great ass, but Travis claps Buffalo cheeks. I didn't say that. Like, Clay Thompson tonight has been the absolute worst partner for Steph Curry. Because Steph Curry is a scratch golfer, meaning he's shooting 70, 70, 71, 72, anytime he plays. And um, what Clay Thompson's got to do is give him somewhat a read of every shot, of every putt, of where to be, and he just doesn't do it. Like, he just putted a terrible line for Steph to see. It is what it is. Um, but, yes, the things that concern me about the stadium moving is that the message isn't really verbally clear. Like, there are tea leaves, right? There are there are little notes that you can see. Like, well, if you move, what happens is with the Chiefs. Well, the Chiefs ain't going anywhere. They built their foundation. It's always been the main stadium, except for maybe 13 to 15. And that's just the way it is. And if you push it at that, it's to like, well, Kansas City's got some plans, and we want to put it here, and we have some ideas. And that's not being put. Renovations in the stadium is not baseball quality. Give us examples. Give us video. Give us a tour of, like, here's what we need to fix. This is what can't be anymore. Again, I don't know if you can honestly do that. I don't know the legalization of that or the legality of that as we make up words. But, again, tonight was fun. I had a good time talking about the match. had a good time betting, winning money, right, trying to win some money. Just need Mahomes to make this putt as Travis kind of fell apart there. You think these guys get rowdy tonight? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You think they're turning up a little bit more than they should? Because Travis Kelsey was like, yeah, I'm sweating because I was out on, like, the Cocoa Beach Club last night. I mean, yeah. What else they got to do? Not much. But They're Curry, just hanging out for the next couple weeks anyway. But Curry and Clay are still alive. Just barely. Barely hanging on. Barely hanging on. Well, we're done here. It's cocktail hour for me. I don't know what that means for Grant Nicholson. Probably going home, getting a nice little crunch wrap supreme and call it a night. Thanks to all for joining. I'll be back tomorrow filling in for Carrington Harrison on the drive. Thanks to Harold Kuntz, Fox 4 News. Sorry to Mackenzie Nelson of 41 Action News. I was not trying to be a Richard. Oh, God, no, I was not. Have a good night, everybody in Kansas City. Stay safe. I love you all. Be good to people out there. It's cool to care. And always, have a good night and stay safe, KC. I'm out. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.